you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey there, it's Crystal here. This month, our theme is all about friendship, and I know that some of my real-life friends are laughing right now at the thought of me speaking on this topic. Of course, there is a story behind that, so let me explain. Several years ago, I had started doing a Bible study with some co-workers who would later become friends and some other ladies from my church. As we were discussing one of the chapters, one of the questions was about friendship. And my answer was something like, I don't really have friends. And two of the ladies looked at one another and said, um, we thought we were your friends. (laughs) Of course, they tell me about this later, but we still laugh about it today. And truthfully, they are my friends and they were my friends. But growing up, I was a tomboy and I didn't really have a lot of girlfriends. I didn't spend a lot of time with girls unless we were going to go play sports together. (laughs) So I just saw girlfriends would get together. They would call. They would spend a lot of time together. And that just wasn't who I was. So I'm not going to go into a lot of those details today. Instead, I'll pick up the story early in my marriage and hopefully finish with some practical points on how we can be the kind of friend we should be. Many of you know that Mark and I had some difficulties early in our marriage. I often felt very lonely and longed for friendship. It wasn't that I didn't have friends. I just didn't have what I considered a close friend. When we moved to Phoenix for Mark to attend school, the Lord began to show me that what I was really longing for was a closer walk with Him. I remember sitting in a ladies' retreat at Cornerstone Baptist Church and listening to a lesson taken from Proverbs 18.24. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I even have a note jotted in my Bible next to that verse that reads, Thank you, Jesus, my best friend, with the date of April 2nd, 2004. That verse and that note have reminded me ever since that he is enough. He is a faithful, loyal friend, one who is always ready and willing to listen to my prayers and offer counsel through his word. He is there for me at every moment and completely worthy of my trust. He is the kind of friend that I had longed for, and the qualities that make him a wonderful friend are the qualities that I should strive to have in my own life so that I can be a friend to others. As I began to consider the four qualities that I thought were most important in a friend and how the Lord fulfilled those, I kept going back to Psalm 86. So the four things I identified that I appreciate in a good friend is someone who is faithful or loyal, someone who's a good listener, someone who is present and there when we need them, and then someone who is trustworthy. Those were my top four. And as I began to study, I kept going back to Psalm 86, because I think in Psalm 86, the prayer of David shows us that God fulfills all four of those things. I would encourage you, if you're able, to get your Bible out and open to Psalm 86. And if not, maybe you can take a look at it later. But in this psalm, we find that God is faithful. He's faithful to hear our cries, to preserve us, to forgive us, and to help us. And verse 15 says, But thou, O Lord, art a God 
full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. We find that he gives us strength. He is good and doest wondrous things. All of those examples of how he is faithful are found in Psalm 86. So how can we be a faithful friend, someone who is loyal, someone who people can count on? Well, we need to be a supportive friend. But we need to be an honest friend. And that means we're not going to just agree with everything that our friends say. Even in verse 11, David says, Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. David didn't just want God to agree with him. He wanted to agree with God's word. So we need to be the kind of friend that might say, Hey, let's think about that a different way. Or have you thought about this? Proverbs twenty seven seventeen says, Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. We should want a good godly friend who is willing to challenge us and encourage us in our walk with the Lord. And we should be that kind of faithful friend who will do that for others. Aren't you glad that God's faithfulness is not dependent on who we are? Just like we want a faithful, loyal friend who is with us through thick and thin, through the difficult times and the good times, God is that friend. He never changes. We can go to him continually, and he's always there, full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering, and offering us new mercies every morning. The next quality we can see here is that God is a great listener. Listen to verse six and seven. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee for thou wilt answer me. God invites us to come to him in prayer. He wants to listen to us. And that is something we all want is to have someone who will listen. You know, I have taken a lot of classes over the years for my degree as a reading specialist, and very few of them have impacted my everyday life. But there was one class that I took that was about being a literacy coach or coaching other teachers, and we spent a large portion of that class studying how to be an active listener, an engaged listener. And I found that... I have a really hard time with that. I am a talker. And when I went through that class and started kind of considering the way that I had conversations with people, it was pretty convicting to think about (laughs) because we talked about how we should be listening with the intent to understand, listening not just to the words, but also everything else, all the other messages that that person is sending us, whether it's their body language or their tone of voice or considering the things that they have going on in their life at that time even and how that is affecting what they're saying. And then I also was taught to consider my own body language. This one was a little bit tough because I'm a multitasker. And so often I would find myself when someone was talking to me, whether they came into my office or even here at home with my husband, that I'm trying to organize papers, I'm trying to do something at my desk, or even trying to accomplish something on my computer or my phone, when what I need to do is stop what I'm doing, give them my attention so that they know I care about what they're saying. And then I can give them good feedback, like leaning in to listen or nodding at appropriate times. It's just polite and it's important.
And it sounds so simple and really something that I didn't even consider until that class. But I knew because I am such a talker that often I was listening to respond. I was trying to think of what I was going to say in response to what they were saying, rather than really being active in listening and trying to understand what they were saying. And it was something that really um, convicted me. And I started trying to work on it. And Another thing that I found was it made me stop and consider how many times that I had a tendency to interrupt others. And it wasn't that I was trying to be rude, but it might be that something they said made me think of something and I wanted to get it out before I would forget. But I started becoming a little more aware of that and trying to do a better job of becoming an active listener. And the interesting thing is that now that I have done that, and please understand, I am still not perfect in this area. I also am more sensitive to it when I recognize that people aren't really listening to me. We want to be the kind of friend who is a good listener. We want to be actively engaged in what they're saying. We want to show them that by giving them feedback and trying to understand. And don't always be thinking what we're going to add to the conversation. The third quality that I wanted to look at was just being present, being there for a friend. And we can find in Psalm 86, we know that David is assured of God's presence. But especially in verse 16, he says, O turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant. We know that God is ever present with us. And by turning to him, he will strengthen us. And when we have friends that we can go to and know they're going to be there for us when we need them, it does give us strength to carry on, doesn't it? I was out with a friend here just a couple weeks ago, and she is she knows me and loves me anyway. <laughs> She knows that I like to be a homebody, but yet she tries to get me out and about, which is good for me. And I love that I know, even though we don't spend a lot of time together, that she would be there at any moment if I needed her. And she knows that I would do the same for her. So it's not just about that you have to be present and spending a lot of time with a person, but it's just having that relationship where you know they will be there for you and where they know you will be there for them. And finally, let's talk about that fourth quality, and that is being trustworthy. We see that David trusted in the Lord. He trusted the Lord to preserve him in verse two and save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Um, He trusted him in demonstrating his mercy and his grace and his loving kindness, his forgiveness. It says in verse 10, for thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Verse 12, I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. David trusted God to be who he said he was going to be. And we can do that as well. We can trust the Lord, go to him in prayer, and know that he is going to be true to who he is and to his word. And we can trust him with anything we take to him, which is really nice because we don't have to worry about it being repeated. (laughs) And that's the kind of friend that people want, though. When they tell you something, they want to know that you are trustworthy, that that information is not going to go anywhere else. So let's strive to be that kind of friend. 
the kind of friend that we want, the kind of friend that we can find in Jesus. Let's be the friend who is faithful, a good listener, always there when needed, and trustworthy. I hope you'll take some time this week to read and study Psalm 86 and to see how Jesus really is that friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.